0: Welcome to another book review by Chiron. Today I have the book for you, Scale, by Jeffrey West. So this book was published in 2017, and it's a compilation of his studies in biology at the Santa Fe Institute, which is in California, I believe, uh, but from a physics background. So he was initially a physicist who did a lot of work in that area. Uh, Then had some ideas and uh, wanted to know more about, I suppose, biology and sort of somewhat switched profession, but came at biology with a physics sort of viewpoint. So that's why his book is, uh, I guess, like unique to him, because not many people do that sort of transition. Uh, It's the, basically, it's the scaling of organisms. So this would be, and similar entities. So this would be of... Uh, animals of companies and of cities in in the major part independent of their size so he wants to sort of find out what are the universal laws of of scaling and are there things where you know even if you have an ant is it going to be the same or a mice or a mouse is it going to be the same as something the size of an elephant what are the similarities and what things transition well between these two um, animals or things of very different size So some of the themes of the book uh, gives you an introduction to scaling. So I have have here a Rubik's cube and one of the things you'll notice is, I guess, the scale of it is not dependent um, of exactly what you're measuring. So I suppose if you had one cube, so one little corner, it would be one dimension long, one, uh, the area would be one, and the volume would be one because it's one by one by one. If you increase that to two, it would be two length units long, so it's doubled, but the area would be four, so it'd be two by two, which is four, and the volume would be two by two by two, two by two by two, yeah, right, eight. (laughs) So you can see with these little things that even though these dimensions um, all are the same, I guess, so there's like length, area, and volume, they do not scale in the same way if they double, um, if, if one of them increases, I guess. So that's where you can see it. It follows like a a super linear path. So the volume of it is not, even though the, the, the scale of it, the length of it might double the volume, like octuples, how do you say that? Like goes up by a factor of eight. So he's trying to find very similar laws, but in the, with regards to animals with regards to cities and companies in particular. So some of the, the themes from the book, uh, there's increasing returns to scale, which is super, super linear, and economy of scale, which is some sub, sublinear. So you, you'll see this in, in companies. So as a company grows and grows and grows, they have an economy of scale where to produce a unit of, let's just say a globe, it would take $10. But if they're able to produce 100 units of these globes, it would cost $8 for them to produce. So that's where there's this economy as as something grows bigger, the effects of it can sort of uh, decrease in a sense. Then in the opposite way as well, if if something's increasing, uh, the returns from it can also increase. So And that's called superlinear. Uh, There are some universal laws he found and this is the part of the book that I found really interesting right at the start, which is, uh, for example, for animals and in particular mammals, basically every single one of them has uh, 1.5 billion heartbeats in a lifetime. So even though uh, a mouse will only live for a couple of years, uh, that is sort of because its heart is beating 1.5 million times so their hearts are beating probably like 200, 300 times a minute if you compare that to a human, which is, lives for 80 years, and we have a heartbeat of, ooh, I guess, between 60 to 100, something around that range. And then even the longer-living animals, such as whales, which can live you know, past 100 years, uh, I think there's even some whales that get up to 150 years, and their heartbeats, even though they're a gigantic, huge animal their heartbeats don't uh, occur as rapidly, so they'd probably be in, what, like 40 beats per minute or something like that. Uh, Fractals. um, But one of the things, actually, that humans have managed to do is uh, increase our our average heartbeats to 2.5 billion, and that is through the use of, like, science and medicine and and whatnot to actually sort of um, break this universal law. But if you look at all other mammals they all basically hit the same line around the 1.5 billion. So, you know, kudos to humans. <laughs> uh, fractals and the growth curve of animals. So I'll put up a little picture somewhere around here where you can see the growth curve of well, basically all animals follows a very similar thing. Very rapid progression at the start as far as uh, in terms of size and um you know, you think of any single animal; they they obviously start off as a baby and then grow up to a uh, like a fully mature um, animal. And even though this happens across different time scales and uh, different periods and different sizes, if you can take the dimensionless time and the dimensionless weight, uh, you'll see that they all follow a very very similar curve. And so that's what he's trying to do here. He's he's not trying to find. Uh, you know this is exactly the same between a mouse and a a human he's trying to say look if you take this dimensionless time and this dimensionless mass these things are going to be very very similar Uh, how he actually got those you'd have to dive deep into like the uh, the notes and the bibliography of the book i didn't do that but it was interesting to see that there are some universal things Um, so Applying this knowledge to cities and companies So he basically Starts off with like the biology of, of Animals and then tries to say okay From here this is how we uh, I'm going to apply it to cities and companies And these are the sort of things I find So uh, a couple Of things from that was I guess if you look at like a, a City the, the networks That they all have um, as far As where where Like smaller suburbs are placed How the um, Endpoints are all the same of, of as far as like the branching of the roads and the interconnectedness between different people in the city. It all seems, sort of seems to be roughly similar and I'll get through some of these. So uh, he's got a couple of uh, I suppose um, core principles for networks and allometric scaling. One of these is space filling so it must surface, service all the local subunits. So even though you have like a, uh, a house out in Whoop Whoop, it's still got to have Renault roads connecting to it. It's still got to have electricity, water lines and power. So even though it won't have, I guess, like all the, the best amenities and whatnot, um, these there's parts of systems which f- fill out space to get out to them. So even though you have a... Uh, an individual perhaps making it like a silly decision of where they want to place a house say they want to put it in i don't know the side of a cliff or something usually there's going to be some sort of way that they uh, are connected to everyone else from that uh, another one of the these network principles is the invariance of terminal units so you'll see for animals the, the blood vessels that go through all of us they, the capillaries end in a certain size that doesn't really get any smaller so even though uh, you know, the heart of a whale will have a giant tube this big pumping blood through it initially as it gets to the, the terminal points the cells like deep into its body you'll find that it's, it's got the same width as a blood vessel that goes to our terminal units as well uh, a more concrete example of this would be a light switch so or like the the electrical outlet. It doesn't matter if you have a home that's one story and one bedroom. it's going to have an electrical outlet that's say this big. You can have a giant giant mega megatall tall skyscraper. their electrical outlets are still going to be this big. They don't scale to these you know giant sized huge um, room sized electrical outlets. so, there's something about a like a terminal, a principal endpoint that carries through into different genres from companies to cities to animals. The last one of these was the optimization, so the principle of least action uh, chosen among all the configurations. And I think this ties into a little bit of the terminal units point. So basically the reason we have electrical outlets that are, you know, say the size of my fist is because. That that's like the optimal way of, of doing it. Maybe there are some very small changes that could be made, but I don't think having a outlet the size of a pinhead is really gonna work for everyone. Uh, and the same we're not going to have outlets the size of a yeah a car or something. It's probably centered around one of the facts that for us it's best, like the optimization of that is best because it's roughly the size of a hand. And we can stick things in relatively easy. So uh, that that's one of the interesting things I found from the book. And the book starts off very strong uh, with a lot of interesting questions on page six. I'll read through some of them here. Uh, why can we live up to uh, hundred and twenty years, but not for a thousand or a million? Uh, why do mice, made of the pretty much the same stuff as we are, live for just two to three years, whereas elephants live up to seventy-five? Why do we stop growing? Why do we have to sleep for eight hours every day, every day? Why do we get relatively far fewer tumors than mice, but whales get almost none? So he's got a, a lot of questions he tries to answer in this book. And I suppose one of the things is that he, he sets himself up for a failure a little bit because I feel he he tries to answer too much and or, or like proposes too much and doesn't really concretely answer this is what this is. So um yeah i felt like he didn't really adequately answer why do we sleep for eight hours per day you could probably write a whole book on that but i think adding that in uh it sort of took away a little bit from me the enjoyment of reading because i'm expecting like all these answers like a neat tidy way of 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 uh closing off all these things he proposes but it doesn't really get to that uh there are some more interesting things though uh for example the theory for expanding life tra- lifespan i found very intriguing it's in uh the pages 202 to 207 if you ever get the book basically there's a couple of things he proposes one is that lifespan is inversely proportional to the metabolic rate per unit mass which is um basically like the lifespan increases, uh, exponentially increases uh, as temperature decreases. So if you somehow manage to get your body to operate at one degree less, um, you would theoretically be able to live for 10 to 15% longer just because, you know, I suppose uh, a good analogy is uh, a train. If you had a train that's just running all the time, going flat out, like white white knuckling it, it's going to break down, it's going to have... disaster and, and um, I suppose like end in tragedy whereas if you had a train which was used adequately replaced parts adequately it would have a much much longer lifespan uh, another couple of things yeah the heartbeats for 1.5 million uh, 1.5 billion sorry uh, but for humans we've managed to get it to 2.5 billion so if somehow we managed to through meditation perhaps slow your heart rate down or Or decrease your your heart rate by 10% each day the number of beats beating you'd theoretically be able to live for 10% longer. Uh, Caloric restriction as well um, decreases the cellular metabolic rate and therefore decreases the damage um, per cell so that's one of the other things he's basically saying if you can survive on a smaller number of calories you can sort of extend that out for a longer period of time as well uh getting into the the meat of the book i suppose one of the disappointing things i found was in chapters five and six he, he got into a lot of personal digressions and it same became sort sort somewhat unscientific this is okay if it was just going to be like a like I I don't personally care what his personal opinions are they can be interesting they can be not interesting but for like the book is set out as basically a scientific book and his personal opinions just aren't that interesting so he can't he's a scientist but he's not and he's writing as a scientist about his personal things which is like okay I don't really give a shit about this so I felt that I felt that bit was a bit unnecessary and took away from my enjoyment uh, the final part was all about cities and companies. And while he went deep, I I feel like he went too deep in this section and, and, and just missed out like a, I guess, it, it made me bored in, in essence. Like the last part of the book, he was getting so deep on, um, you know, exactly why a city will be like this, exactly why a, a a company is like this. And while he has a lot of graphs and interesting little things in there, overall it, it just felt like a, a bit too uh, it felt like it trailed off a little bit uh, what I wished more from the book and what there was was uh, interesting little tidbits and, and deep dive into them so he's got a story of how um, giving drugs to people it doesn't necessarily scale with body mass and they did this experiment with an elephant where, with LSD back in the day and ended up giving the, the elephant I think it was a couple of hundred micrograms of uh, or milligrams of lsd whereas if they'd done the calculations they would have realized like oh no way it's not good to to scale with body it, it's sort of um it's a sublinear one so you actually only need to give it like a couple of micrograms so it overdosed it died um which is a pretty big mistake and um you know rather sad but there's all these uh, other interesting little tidbits such as cities for example no matter how big it is the average commute for a person going in and out from the city is about an hour each day. So half an hour there, half an hour back. And it doesn't matter how good the transportation is, you could have super fast trains, you could have just people walking in, that average commute time stays the same, which I found um, pretty interesting. Um, having read some other books on complexity and having an engineering background helped me a lot understanding this as well. I think I would have struggled a bit if it was all just uh, if I was reading this fresh from say like an a humanities degree, or if it was or I was just an average layperson reading it, because I had that background in engineering, uh, a lot of the stuff sort of I, I knew about already, uh, especially like fractals and uh, some of the things with regards to companies and 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 cities. So yeah, that that sort of uh, helped me a bit. In summary. Uh, It was a very promising book at the start, but sort of fizzled out towards the end. I I felt it it just lacked that punch, that that thing that would have taken it to another level. Not to say it's bad, but I didn't find it super great either. So I'm giving it a a 6.5 out of 10, which is, yeah, it's okay. Uh, Worth reading, especially if you're intrigued in, well, scale and uh, I suppose how cities and companies change throughout time. And my pragmatic idea to take from this book is to investigate a bit more into longevity uh, especially the caloric restriction i was quite interested in that as well as potentially yeah are there ways to reduce your average heart rate uh, your heartbeats per day and um i suppose would would doing those detract from from my own life as well fasting is something i already practice so uh, i'm intrigued by that i want to know like should i be doing this a lot more often than i currently do And with the heartbeats, um, you know, is it potentially better to, um, while exercising, focus on reducing the heart rate or keeping it at a more steady pace? And will that affect other parts of my life as well, such as my resting heart rate? So that's it for me, the book Scale by Jeffrey West, a good read, not a fantastic read, but a good read. So that's it for today. Karen out.